let's bow once more as we prepare our hearts to receive the word of God this morning. How can it be is a deep and profound question, Father. As we come before you this morning, uh, it's really hard for us to truly wrap our minds around the fact that your son, Jesus Christ, the son of God, would take on flesh, would dwell among us, uh, would tell us the truth, truth that can set uh, anyone free through belief and faith and trust in him alone. Uh, Where our chains fall off, where we are no longer bound by sin and darkness, but instead have the opportunity to to know the one true God. To not just know as a matter of fact, but to have a personal relationship with you. And so, Father, as we open up your word this morning, we ask that you would uh, continue to teach us, that you would continue to draw us closer to you, that as we have sung and given testimony to the fact that uh, you are uh, the one and true and only God there is. Uh, May you teach us through your spirit today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have your Bibles this morning, go ahead and open up to Ephesians chapter 1. Today we're going to tackle uh, verse 17 uh, as we take a look as uh, Paul has put forth a prayer to more deeply know who Jesus Christ is, to have a knowledge of him uh, that goes beyond just fact, but goes to the point of us seeing who uh, we are in Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, we're going to talk, and this morning, Lord willing, recognize the sufficiency of Christ in salvation uh, as we take a look at verse 17. It reads that the God of our uh, uh, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. That the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father who sent the Son uh, in glory, sent His Son for a particular purpose sent his son to achieve what no other man can achieve. And that is a righteous standing before God. Because Jesus Christ is holy, holy, holy. And no matter how much time can pass, no matter how much you try, in and of yourself, you will never achieve holiness. Holiness can only come from Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As you see here, it says, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. So this word spirit in the Greek is not referring to the Holy Spirit himself, um, but instead is uh, referring to an uh, approach or a mindset. So for us today, living in 2022, our mindset, our approach to all of life should be through the lens of Jesus Christ and what he's accomplished for us on Calvary. Because before we trusted Christ as Savior, we did not have any desire whatsoever to know Jesus. We were content in our selfishness. We were content uh, being dead in our trespasses and sins. We were content being slaves to sin. 
But see, that's what's so miraculous. That is what's so beautiful of what happens when we put our faith and trust in Christ is that our spiritual eyes are opened up, that we have the ability to engage our minds in a spiritual way. Where before Christ, all we set our mind on was things pertaining to this world. We set our minds on the flesh. Uh, And what Jesus does through the Spirit, uh, by the power of God himself, is give us the ability to approach life through a knowledge of Jesus Christ. See, this prayer for the Spirit of God is for him to enable every believer to understand God's mystery. And I appeal to Romans chapter 16, verses 25 and following. It says, Now to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages. What is that secret? What well, says, but has now been disclosed and through the prophetic writings has been made known to all nations according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God be glory forever more through Jesus Christ. Amen. So those words there in chapter 16 of the book of Romans uh, that were penned under the inspiration of the spirit was for us to see and to understand the mystery. Well, what is that mystery? That mystery is the Son of God becoming Emmanuel, God with us. What is that mystery? Is that all of the Old Testament sacrifices, all of the the things that the priests were uh, commanded to do by God to bring the sins of the people before God in the Holy of Holies, Jesus Christ did away with that old covenant because he fulfilled it. And so, you know, when we take communion, it talks about the new covenant in his blood. Well, what's new about it? Well, salvation has been realized. That all the Old Testament scriptures that pointed forward to Jesus Christ's coming have been fulfilled. And so that mystery is no longer a mystery because Jesus Christ came sharing truth, the truth with the world, that apart from him, that there is no other name under heaven by which men can be saved. No amount of good works, no pilgrimage, nothing can replace what Jesus Christ can accomplish for the believer. That has given us a righteousness not our own, for us to be able to walk with God and to have a deeper uh, relationship with him, to bring about the obedience of faith Because only God is wise. And only glory should go to him. So this prayer is for the spirit of God to enable every believer to understand this mystery. But also to have a spirit of wisdom, which is from above. And revelation, what has already been revealed to us, which we have right here in the word of God. So this mindset, this approach... Uh, that God is uh, going to give each and every believer what Paul's prayer for them to more deeply know is to know the wisdom of God, so wisdom from above, as well as revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. 
See, the Son of God, or God himself, revealed himself to the world when he took on flesh and Jesus walked amongst us. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 to 3, says, If then, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. See, the thing is, is those who have been redeemed, those who have been bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, our focus changes. We no longer fix our gaze on things that are on the earth. That is not our primary focus. Our primary focus is to set our, our minds on things that are above, where God is, where wisdom dwells. Wisdom being uh, the, the perfect application of knowledge. And the thing is, is we know that God knows everything. As one of the, the omnis uh, that we, we studied in the attributes of God, not only is he all-powerful, he is all-knowing. He's omniscient. But he also knows how to use all of that knowledge in the very best way because uh, his knowledge uh, and his use of it, it comes from the God who is holy. And so, therefore, everything that he does, everything that he thinks, everything that he accomplishes, everything that he brings into existence is done through that lens. That's why is with the, the, the psalmist, as it says in Psalm 105.4, we should seek the Lord and his strength, seek his presence continually. Now, I'm not going to, you know, stand here before you saying that I have all of that 100% perfected, because I don't. And the thing is, life happens, and we are very busy people. But... As you look back on just even yesterday, if you look up on the week we just came out of, how much time did you spend seeking the Lord and his strength? Did you seek his praise continually? That's the goal. That's the benchmark. That's what we are aiming for, to seek things that are above, to set our minds on things that are above, and to seek God and his strength. Because the thing is, we are spiritually alive now, and we cannot live that spiritual life in and of our own strength. We need strength and wisdom from above. That's why we are to seek the Lord and his strength, for him to be able to, to guide us and direct us and to be there when we need to be carried. As we, we look at the, the footprints in the sand, you know, the first thing is, is, well, God, where were you? I was walking all by myself. No, you weren't walking by yourself. God was carrying you because he never leaves us or forsakes us. He's with us always. The thing is, is whether or not we are spending time seeking him, seeking his strength, or are we trying to do it in our own strength? See, the thing is, we like to be able to do things ourselves. One of the hardest things for people to do is to ask for help or to open up and share the things that they're dealing with or struggling with. And oftentimes they'll, they'll internalize it and they'll, they'll keep it to themselves. And the thing is, is the scriptures call on us to seek the Lord. Seek him out. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Walk with him. Talk with him. Seek his presence continually because that is the spirit of wisdom. 
is have the mind of Christ to go to him to know what to do and how to do it, what direction to go, to know that you are not carrying that burden all by yourself. Instead, you have the opportunity to seek God in his strength and give that burden to him. 2 Peter 3.18 says, But grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. See, we are to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Savior. And we do that by feeding on the word of God. Because this is God's revelation. This is the revelation in the knowledge of him. You know, we talked about previous weeks that God wants to be known. And he's revealed himself through creation. He's revealed himself through his son. So instead of walking in our own strength, instead of thinking that we got this, we need to embrace the fact that we don't got this. That we need to seek and to grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because the more we are like him, the more joy that we're going to have. It doesn't mean that the circumstances of life or standing up for who Christ is does not come without ridicule and people demeaning you because of your faith in Jesus Christ. But think of what God can give you even in a time where you may have to choose between denying Jesus and saying, no, I am a disciple of Jesus. See, it's one of the blessings. It's one of the 10,000 reasons that we can look and say, thank you, Lord. But you know, the scriptures are very clear that as the, the, uh, the last days, which we are in the last of the last of last days, I don't have any idea how many more days we'll have here on earth. God does. And I can take comfort in that. And that God's got me. That as I seek him and his strength, as I seek his presence continually, as I grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ, as I have a spirit of wisdom from above and revelation in what we have already uh, been given by God in relation to who he is, is enough. I need not look anywhere else because God's got me. And part of the thing that we need to do is, is God continues to transform our thinking, continues to transform who we are, is surrendering all those things that we hold like this. One of which is power. We don't like not knowing. We don't like living life as if there's something that is outside of our control. But know this. God will open that hand when it is for your betterment. He will take things away. He gives and takes away the song we sing, right? The challenge this morning as we consider this spirit of wisdom and revelation is I, I want in our, our remaining time together this morning is for us to recognize the sufficiency of Christ in salvation. Because this is a, a powerful thing for us to embrace on a powerful thing for us to understand. But let me start by saying that there are genuine needs that each believer has. 
Because as we embrace the, the truth that, that Jesus is sufficient in regards to salvation, that we need not go anywhere else. There are needs that we are commanded to bring to God in prayer. Things that are physical, spiritual, and moral in nature. But when it comes to salvation, when it comes to our standing before the holy, holy, holy God, there is nothing more that a believer needs in regards to salvation, save Christ alone. You don't need to go anywhere else. There's nothing more you need to do other than exercise faith in him and trust him and seek him out. See, we are absolutely complete in Christ, both now and forevermore. You want to know how I know? Well, turn to Galatians chapter 2, verses 6 and following, because for every believer here today, if you've put your faith and trust in Christ, you are absolutely complete in regards to your salvation before a holy God. You're going to still sin until the day that God takes you home. You have the opportunity to confess that sin, but positionally, who you are in Christ, what Christ accomplished on Calvary, is 100% sufficient. You don't have to add to it. You definitely don't take away from it. You embrace it as it is, coming from the Son of God. Verse 6 and following, Colossians chapter 2 says, Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him, for in Christ, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. Because Jesus Christ is God. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And so he is 100% God. For in him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. Verse 10, and you... So every believer in Jesus Christ and you have been filled in him. Not filled in whatever you think you need to add to your salvation. You are filled in Christ because Christ is 100% sufficient. Verse 10 finishes, who is the head of all rule and authority. That's why every knee will bow before Jesus Christ. That by his name and his name alone can men, women, and children, young and old, be saved. There's no other place you need to go. Jesus Christ is sufficient, and you, as a believer in him, have been filled in Christ. But also in Ephesians chapter 1, the section we're in, verses 22 and 23, speaks to this. Paul says there, and he put all things under his feet. Under whose feet? Jesus' feet. So God the Father put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. See, no one else can be at that standard. No one else even desires to be at that standard. Jesus is all in all because Jesus is the Son of God. 
He is the one who fills every believer. The fullness of him who fills all in all. You do not need anything else. Jesus Christ paid it all. And all to him you owe. Sin has left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. See, we are absolutely complete in Christ, both now and forevermore. Because as it says in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 25, Consequently, he, Jesus, is able to save to the uttermost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. See, Jesus is able to save to the uttermost because he was that worthy sacrifice without spot, without blemish. Jesus was not just a, a uh, you know, a copy. He is the genuine McCoy. But see, the thing is, as we, we look um, at life, people are prone to, to want more. We want more. Maybe as uh, Americans, maybe it's compounded, you know, as we live in this country of plenty. But it seems as though people never get enough. They always have to have something more. More happiness, more money, more freedom, more harmony, more success, more self-confidence, more stability, more pleasure, more toys, more time, more apps, more information, more life more comfort, more friends. The thing is, is we allow that mentality, that, that, that cultural you know, desire to bleed over into Christ and salvation. Well, maybe Jesus Christ's sacrifice is not quite enough, so I should go ahead and try my very best to make sure. See, those are thoughts you should never have. 100% sufficient it is finished and you want to know how i know jesus sacrifice was sufficient because god the father raised him from the dead that's the testimony that is the stamp of god the father on that sacrifice but see as you look at every belief system in the world every belief system puts forth a concept of salvation in some sort. You know, how am I going to be saved from my circumstances? How am I going to be saved for what is yet to come? But see, each one of those concepts of salvation, whether realized here on earth or after one's death, every one of those belief systems, minus true Christianity, true belief and trust in Jesus, the Redeemer, the one who saves are works-based, regulation-based. Take a look. Every, every one of the belief systems on earth, because they're all philosophies of man from a sinful heart. See, the revelation that we have, the reason why we seek wisdom is from above, because it comes from the God who is perfect in all of his ways. See, every belief system is salvation plus something. And see, the thing is, we cannot allow that to creep into what we have in Christ. There isn't Christ plus something. 
It's Christ alone. His sacrifice is sufficient. It took care of my debt against God because of my sin that was nailed to that cross. I don't need to look anywhere else. We do not need Jesus plus something else. We don't need more of Jesus, no new revelation, no new imparting, no more grace, no more love, no more mercy in relation to our salvation. It is taken care of 100%. You have everything that you need because Jesus Christ is sufficient. His sacrifice appease God's wrath on our sin. And that's what you need to believe. That's what you need to understand. Stop trying to add to God's perfect plan of salvation in his son, Jesus Christ. There is nothing to add to it. It is perfect. God does not need your input. He is the one who is holy, holy, holy. The one who has always existed, who has no beginning, no end. We do not need to look for or pray for more spiritual blessings. Sometimes we find ourselves praying for more spiritual blessings when we have every spiritual blessing in Christ. That's part of being a son and daughter of God. What we need to be praying is, God, help me to see those spiritual blessings. Give me those 10,000 reasons. What we do need is more understanding, more awareness, and more appreciation for what we already have. And that's what Paul's prayer, a prayer to more deeply know the spirit of wisdom and the revelation and the knowledge of him. There's so much there. You'll never, ever exhaust it. The problem is we don't take the time. We don't take the, uh, and put in the spiritual sweat necessary to see what is right there as plain as the nose on your face. We do need God's wisdom to comprehend the magnitude of the spiritual blessings that are in Christ for salvation. It's almost too good to be true. There's got to be something I have to do. Now, what you need to do is believe in Jesus Christ, in him alone. Stop adding to God's plan of salvation. Embrace what is there. Because it's beyond all comparison. It's too deep for human minds alone. How? those words a little differently now how can it be but see God can give us the spiritual eyes to see and Pastor Caden in previous months has shared the parable of um, the uh, pearl of great price as well as the treasure that was hidden in the field so listen to uh, the spiritual eyes that have been opened in relation to the kingdom of God 
verses 44 and following. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value, went and sold all that he had and bought it. See, those are pictures of what we should do in relation to salvation in Christ. Is that we, we give our all, we surrender our all in pursuit of knowing Jesus Christ, my Savior. And we do not spend enough time contemplating that. It's beyond all comparison. How can it be that I should gain an interest in the Savior's blood? Died he for me who caused his pain, for me who him to death pursued. Amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, shouldst die for me? Tis mystery all, the immortal dies. Who can explore his strange design? In vain the firstborn seraph tries to sound the depths of love divine. Tis mercy all, let earth adore, let angels' minds inquire no more. See, it's not a mystery anymore because Jesus Christ has revealed himself as the Son of God by taking on human flesh. And it is a, a mystery that the immortal Son of God, as he took on human flesh, that human body sat, was sacrificed for you and for me. Long my imprisoned spirit lay, fast bound in sin and nature's night. Thine eye diffused a quickening ray. I woke, the dungeon flamed with light. See, that's someone who's experienced salvation in Christ because what was dark has been flooded with light. It's beyond all comparison, almost too deep for human minds to contemplate. My chains fell off, my heart was free, I rose, went forth, and followed thee. No condemnation now I dread, Jesus, and all in him is mine. See, because Jesus is the fullness of him who fills all in all. Alive in him, my living head, and clothed in righteousness divine. So you're clothed in what you need. Jesus Christ is 100% sufficient. You do not need anything else. He has given you all that you need. Bold, I approach the eternal throne and claim the crown through Christ my own. What beautiful words. Do you take time? think about it not in that old English but maybe you should because I think we've, we've lost some of the fervor some of the genuine need for us to pursue Jesus Christ we keep trying to add to it when what we need is God's grace to see it as it is because once your eyes have been opened to those truths, it's like that dungeon flamed with light. The thing is, that's at the moment of salvation, but that does not end as you continue to grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. That God has given you everything pertaining to life and godliness in him. See Jesus as he is, 100%, capable, willing, and able 
to save. That's why he came. And that was decided before the very foundation of the world. Man did not have any input into what salvation would be like. But you can see man has tried to figure out through all of the belief systems of the world what salvation is. And they completely miss the mark because they always make it about themselves when it's about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It has to be done God's way. God's not going to make an exception. There is no exit clause. Trust Jesus. And pray with Paul for yourself and for Ellington Baptist Church as a whole, the universal church around the world, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give us a spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. We don't need any new revelation. We have the word of God. That is God's complete revelation to us. There is no new words from God. And if someone says, God told me this, putting it on the same par in the level of this, the word of God, they've added to this book of the law. It doesn't need to be added to. Everything that we need to know God has given to us already. So stop searching everywhere else and search right here. It's right here for you to see. It's right here for you to embrace. It is right here for you to walk and talk and abide with God. To begin to understand with Charles Wesley, how can it be that I should gain an interest in the Savior's blood? Died he for me who caused his pain, for me who him to death pursued. Amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, shouldst die for me? Let's bow for a closing word of prayer. Father, thank you that you have provided everything for us. Forgive us when we search elsewhere. We search for new revelation or new vision when we have everything we need in your word. Thank you that we can stand on the sufficiency of scripture. Thank you that we can stand on the sufficiency of your son, Jesus Christ, as our redeemer. May each believer here today consciously mentally, physically, spiritually, seek the Lord and his strength, seeking his presence continually. Because God, the more exposure that we have to you, the, the more we will become Christ-like, the more that we'll have the perspective to be able to see beyond the circumstances of this world, and even the wrong choices that we make from time to time. I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. I am sure. I am confident. Father, continue to do that great work. Help draw our attention to your son, the Lord Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray.